This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody in the live audience. Welcome. So I Love Movies. That was the theme song by Hard and Firm. Thanks to them for perform- writing and performing it for me. And thanks to the UCB Theater here in Los Angeles, where we do this show every few weeks. So if you want to come out and check it out live, go to ucbtheater.com for more details. Um, openings, to, I think, in theaters right now, when this podcast airs, is a motion picture called Van Wilder, The Rise of Taj. And as I understand it, Ryan Reynolds, who plays Van Wilder in the original Van Wilder, is not in this movie. Which makes me say, I call bullshit. <laughs> you can't, why, what? Why not call, wasn't he, wasn't that guy Cal Penn, wasn't he Harold or Kumar? Why can't it be <laughs> Kumar, the rise of Kumar? Like, make a Kumar movie since you've got him, but why are they calling it... That's like if they made a Jaws movie without a shark or a Star Wars movie without Han Solo. 
Get it? They made three of those and they were really shitty. All right. My guest today, thank you. My guest today on I Love Movies is a very funny comic who has his own half-hour comedy special on Comedy Central that plays all the time. And you may have seen him as the annoying neighbor on a great episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And he also played, he played Wayne Fetterman on an episode of The X-Files. Please welcome Wayne Fetterman, everybody. So, uh, welcome, Wayne. You can pull that out and hold it if you'd like. All right. The microphone as well. Thank you. And uh, let me don't look at that. That's for later. I know. Well, can I tell you a quick thing about Leonard Maltin right now? Please. Well, for we, the first time in my life, I went to the Playboy Mansion for Halloween. Okay. Might be the last time. Guess who was there? Monkeys you can feed grapes to? Leonard Maltin. Oh, that too. Leonard Maltin. I like the monkeys. Was, yeah. Leonard Moulton was at the Playboy Mansion on Halloween. Working it. On Halloween in, a, in an outfit. I was, was like, he, he was dressed up as something? Well, yeah. Well, you have to be in order to get in. Oh, and really? so I was expecting Corey Feldman, of course. And But then Leonard Moulton was a little surprising, to tell you the truth. But apparently what happens at the mansion is when it's not crazy woman night... There's just a bunch of old guys screening old movies there. Like, Hef is a big Hef. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. That's Hugh Hefner right. is uh, ba- apparently uh, quite the buff and uh, screens and gets prints of movies. And it's like kind of he has this old, I mean, obviously he's... Yeah, he's got to invite people that would appreciate it over because those dumb girls he lives with, yeah. gonna, they're, they're not going to like a classic like Adam's Rib. <laughs> yeah, was that from earlier? That was from an earlier Call show. Call back to last week. Yeah, last week's show. This yeah. audience must have remembered that from the I podcast. Like, you got to give people cliffhangers and reasons to tune in every week. Now, is, is this a podcast? What is happening right now? It's well. It's not being podcast as we. It's speak. not a live podcast. It's the whole thing is taped and then not taped or digitally recorded because there's a difference. I wouldn't even know. And then, and then it's played on the internet on a site called handheldcomedy.com. All right, interesting. So I, my guess is it's not being taped. It's being recorded digitally. That's my guess. That there's not oh, that there's act- no physical tape involved? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? When you said the word tape, yeah, that jumped to yeah. the conclusion. I that say would mean that. Tape. I call it filmed sometimes. Sometimes I call it, uh, it's drawn. All right, let's go. This is ridiculous. <laughs> is I hope ridiculous. this gets edited, no matter what. We, that's what I was just saying. It's completely unedited. Uh, Half hour-ish. My bad. No commercials, except my for bad. occasional mention of handheldcomedy.com. And, uh, and it's, uh, it just plays, and people listen to it, apparently. I love it. Let's start. People say they do. Let's start. You, you really you want to get going? Well, yeah. I still want to know what Leonard Maltin was dressed up as I at think the it was like a, mansion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say like a uh, pumpkin. Like it was something <laughs> roundish. Something roundish. Pumpkin and, uh, man. And it was good. And then he walked by and then there was Gary Marshall. It was Did nice. Did you see the little monkeys? Yeah, I saw. I wanted Did you the, feed them grapes? It was basically I was looking at women. That was basically my goal. It wasn't like, oh, look, there's animals in a cage. I wonder if this, the ASPCA knows about this. I was not at all interested in any of that. Although I did do the haunted, that very good haunted, what do you call it? House? House. No, haunted house. Ha- like hallways with darkness. A lot of darkness. Of and then things, and a lot of times it would be like, you think it's a mannequin, but it's a guy and they jump out at you. And the best one was they had uh, marionettes. But one of the marionettes was a little person, and he runs out at you. So you think it's man, and all of a sudden he's running out at you. <laughs> that was very scary. <laughs> That's horrifying. I hope I explained that correctly. <laughs> but it's all dark, and they're like, oh, it's a little marionette. Whoa! <laughs> 
So that was part I'd of be, my. I'd be suspicious of marionettes in a haunted house. <laughs> of course, from the from the work jump, from the I'd get. I immediately, go. yeah, I'd immediately be like, those aren't marionettes. No, but it's just one was a little person. They could the other fly were at absolutely, me. and then they just run at you. Yeah. But even when you're driving up, they there's people like pounding on your window. They, they go for the theme. Wow, they it. really go for they it. They do. I'm serious. He went all out for the theme, and to me, a waste because no one. No, not a no complete waste. They just they're there for the tits. It's incredible. All it's right. incredible the display at the grotto. Yeah, very humid as yeah, you would expect. Weird, weird smelling grotto. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both be invited back very soon. <laughs> Uh, so, Wayne, we're here to talk about movies. Yes, do it. Um, I'm a big movie fan. I've been seeing them since what? I was a kid. By the way, I don't know if you know this. Most people, their first movie they ever saw, in the audience or listening at home on this digital recording, saw a Disney movie. Is that true with you? The first movie they ever saw? In a theater. Most Americans, the first over 90%, the first movie they ever saw was a Disney movie. That's interesting. Is, which uh, the movie, first factoid. movie you saw? I know. I couldn't tell you what the first movie I saw was. Was it something like... I mean, it's not a private thing. I'm not trying to keep it from you. It's, Is it, uh, do it's you have just, any idea? I really don't know. I really don't have, like, a, that was the I'm first guess, movie. I'm I'm looking at you. I'm going to guess, I don't know, Citizen Kane? No. It's not great like, if that was your first movie as a kid. You know, some <laughs> 60s bullshit. Right. I, remember, I remember seeing, like, a, a promotional item in a lobby for Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. What is that? So, so, I, was, so, I, was, so I But I was seeing something else at the right. time, and right. since that's the first one, I obviously didn't see a Disney movie first. But that's a, that's a believable statistic, because they're, they're, they're the only it people is. in the G-rated movie business, for the most part. Right. The first you know, movie I ever saw was Born movie. Free is another one people have seen. As their first movie. Is that that's not Disney though? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That could ruin your whole thing. Those, well, no. The other ten percent saw Born Free. Is my point. But those the Pixar. I guess all those Pixar's would count as well because yeah, yeah. Them there's a lot, there are a lot fucking of... people in the world that their first movie ever what is about... Cars. <laughs> that is not a good start. Well, I remember once somebody said this, and I know this is not specifically about a movie, but that movies are so personal that. In a sense, the worst movie you ever saw is probably someone's favorite film. Like, that is how wide people's right. opinions of movies are. Like, for some reason, especially movies, I find the movies you see basically between the ages of, like, 10 and 20, as you're getting more emotional, you, these movies seem to affect you more. So you notice that people who are older like movies from that era. Just something I just bring it up. That's interesting. That's I appreciate interesting. that you, yeah. you're the first guest who's really come to the table with some shit. No, no, with some with some stuff. Well, I'm not just going to sit and make fun of Martin Scorsese, although I wrote that down as a point <laughs> that I'd like to get to. That's going like to come up at some point because uh, yeah, he's had an interesting career. That well, let me. Uh, well, we'll get to him in a second, probably. But what have you? Uh, what have you seen lately? Have you been to the cinema? I saw uh, Borat, right? Which I. I know this is going to sound like hyperbole. Wow. Okay. I know this is going to sound, but I believe already I would put it in the top 20 comedies in the history of Hollywood. Wow. Already. I, would. I really thought the way you started to go into that, that you were going to say something and everyone's going to be mad at you for saying. Like, it sounded like you were going to say, I did not get it. I did not like it. I said it. hyperbole. No, I did hear that word, but I don't... <laughs> I'm talking about... That sounds like I'm exaggerating. But as soon as you said... You, the way you said, I saw Borat, and I just want to say... Like that oh, part. Okay. Before you got... Well, as soon as you got to hyperbole, I was like, okay, he's going to really pump oh, this shit yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But, uh... Because I know that's what you do when you hyperbole. But, um... <laughs> 
but I was uh, uh, thinking it was going to go the other way. I'm really, I'm really pleased to hear that. You I would th- agree I with think that? I, we, here's my bu- hyperbole. Go. Changing comedy as we know. Oh, you might be right. Motion picture and otherwise. Well, don't you feel in a way, I hate to say it, but uh, jackass sort of beat them to the punch mm-hmm, on... Uh, mm-hmm. I can't get anything in this Absolutely. crowd to agree with me or nothing. They just stare at me it's like... It's not their uh, job to loudly I agree. I want them to be applauding or no, no or no, something. Just, just laughter. You're an idiot. Just, just, just laughter. Stand there staring at me. No, no. <laughs> They're like looking at fish in a bowl. Why am I yelling? Yeah. There's no reason to, to expect anything of them. Let me just say, just I, hope that they're here. I hope during our repartee that we don't get confused and take each other's water. Thank God I know which one is which. Right, because you you leave the label on and I take it off. That's just a move I have I to, like to make it my water. I see. You're marking it. Um, yeah, and also... So you really feel... Let's go back. it's a motion let's, picture, let's, I don't want to give free advertisement to blank. I forgot we're on radio. I forgot yeah. we're... I call the internet radio. Um, we're, on, we're, on, we're on computer radio. You're on right computer now. radio, which brings me back to my favorite... One of my favorite entertainers in the history of Hollywood, which was Edgar Bergen who was the genius of geniuses because he was a ventriloquist on the radio. That's the yeah. best job in the history of the business. Yeah. That's better than anything uh, Joe Piscopo ever got. That is insane. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a ventriloquist. Really? Yeah, listen to my show. What? <laughs> well, I'm doing like, Bergen material. Come on, no one is loaded like this. Yeah, but... <laughs> You didn't expect but, that. But switching back and forth between the voices quickly is hey. difficult. It's oh. impressive. Are you are you a Bergen apologist? He would go out. I am. He would go out on the road and show people that he could really do it. Like people saw him in Charlie the local vaudeville house. And then he went on to do television and movies, which is also hilarious. Yes, he did do some movies. It's funny. Whenever somebody plays a ventriloquist in a movie or TV Same show, thing. it's a real ventriloquist. But why? Does it need to be? It does. could just be some asshole going, and they put it in later, you know? Of course. Of course. It's kind of interesting. But there was, wasn't there a They movie? really got, like that guy on soap, they really got him. Jay Johnson? Jay Johnson. They really got him to do it, and they could have got a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> who isn't always just looking at the puppet like your turn? <laughs> right, you could say yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like a Don Rickles joke. He's always looking at the puppet, going your turn. Uh, that has nothing to do with movies. But uh, just bring it back to movies. Let's do it. Bergen was in a number of feature films. Yes, he was. With w. C. Fields, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and who, and another whoever. comedian. He who, showed up uh, in lots of stuff. I didn't ever open for Fields, but I heard he was good. Heard he was funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ooh, I feel better now. Let's talk about Borat. Well, you think it changed comedy? Go ahead. Uh, it's changing comedy because uh, it's so much. It was not only is it funny; it's also the most suspenseful comedy you'll probably ever see because it's always like, "What is going to fucking happen now? Right. Like, when is this guy going to punch him? <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah. And uh, how long can they run around naked in a hotel room?" <laughs> Before somebody goes, hey, you guys are naked in our hotel room or our hotel hallway or whatever, you know. 
and uh, it's just and it's also it's fun to like I mean like clearly like I just heard last night that the Pamela Anderson thing was like she was onto it the whole time like she was told what was going to mm-hmm. happen but she's pretty good yeah. at act except for just running through the parking lot screaming I don't think when you're as famous as Pamela Anderson that's that's your out right, right. when shit starts to go down I think you turn and look at a couple of guys and go could you take care of this dude like like standing still is probably the safest thing to do you know to get to stop that situation but other than that i just thought it was really uh just super fun watching this guy you know because we're all in on it like it might have been funny also to watch it and not know that i just it works on like a crazy number of levels and i have to say the biggest laugh i've heard in a movie theater since I'm going to say the hair gel in Something About Mary. Is Mm -hmm. that the name of that movie? Mm -hmm. When she comes... Okay, that's what I want. You're saying See? that was Wayne not a big. Needs that kind that's of feedback. That's what I'm talking about. He brings saying? up a scene from a movie that you should be long over. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that movie came out. It cracked me up that the ads, like, you had to go to the movie to get that she had cum in her hair in the ads. But it was a picture of a woman with cum in her hair, was the ad for the movie. <laughs> that's true. And nobody <laughs> batted an eye at it. Nobody was like, that girl's got jizz in her head. <laughs> jizz in her head. That's our poster. That's our poster. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to put it in the teaser. We're going to put it in the trailer. But that's part of why that was one of the few movies in modern history that, like, started off kind of slow and then became a blockbuster, like, on week three or four. Like, it, like, really took off. You're saying there's no other slow. Well, unless that's open in that many theaters. You don't open in that many theaters Mm -hmm. and be okay for a couple weeks and then suddenly become a huge hit. Right. That never happens. If you have an example, I'd like to hear it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I do know the movie that was number one for the longest time at number one, I believe. Sound of Music? I, I, the Sting? All right, never mind. Star never mind. Wars? Never mind. No, it's in the modern era. In the modern E.T. The Extraterrestrial? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe but I'm yeah, wrong. But like, yeah, when I was growing up, a movie would open at the, the big theater in town right. and play there for like a whole fucking year. And uh, that doesn't happen anymore, clearly. Now it's like, you know, it's well, you know what's DVD more soon. interesting, and I know no one is going to be anything you say right now is going to be more interesting than what I just uh, said. <laughs> is this I just heard, and I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to say it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> See, now you've got I the audience really I participating. I want, it, I want it. I want it. That's but what you're also, here for. They're also not mic'd, so yeah. that the uh, audience didn't hear him yell out. In the no. olden days, before the Supreme Court broke up the theater chains in the late 40s, that whatever theater chain, the Paramount Theater only played Paramount movies. Right. So if you didn't have a Fox movie theater in your town, you didn't see Marilyn Monroe movies. Because it was only Paramount movies that played there. Interesting. Do you ever think about that? And in a weird way, that's <laughs> no, parallel. Never thought about it, and probably never will again. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about like these movies that we think are classic. Like a lot of maybe a lot of people never even saw them because they didn't have a. I guess I don't know. I guess Universal didn't have theaters, but certainly Fox and Paramount. Yeah, there were probably a few for a while there. But like, but, but you would think it, would, it wasn't like theaters would bid on a movie. It was like this is what's playing, and Paramount would just the Dream Factory. Yeah. But here's something interesting. Maybe not that interesting. Uh, that that kind of happens today on HBO and Cinemax and that and Showtime. Did you know that they have deals with the studios? Yeah, they make H- specific deals with specific studios. Right. So if you have HBO and not Showtime, there are certain movies you will see and certain movies that you'll never see on HBO. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing in the cable universe. Yeah. Let's take some questions. But but Netflix shows them all. 
Yeah, and fantastic. So, so, fuck HBO and Showtime, except for their original series, which are awesome. Weeds, thank you. Weeds. Okay, Dexter. we're not talking about TV. I don't talk about TV People shows. People are just yelling out names yeah, yeah, of shows yeah, now. Yeah, that they like. That they like. That's fantastic. Um, I will say that uh, when you... You introduced me to somebody uh, who had been on the X-Files playing Wayne Fetterman. That's right. But it was, this is interesting. Again, not that interesting. There uh, was there was an X-Files movie that you were not in, so yes. we're still hovering right, around movies. Right, right. <laughs> never mind, never mind. No, uh, why is that interesting? No, it was just because... What happened to you? you because on IMDb... They just call... They, on IMDb, they have that listed as me playing myself. Right, as himself. And it's not you, it's just a guy named Wayne Fetterman. Bingo. Who does Bingo. Who acts completely different. Yeah, but, he's a producer. Yeah, you're not a producer. Are you kidding me? Look how he dress. Do you, you got the suit and tie on in, in the show? No, but I got the leather, and I'm kind of like gel in my hair and stuff like that. It's just, I was really upset at IMDb, which apparently is a sham anyway, that anyone can write any credit they want, and they don't double check it. Right. Well, that's why you should sign sign up, and then just send them, say, no, I didn't play myself. I played Wayne Federer. Hi, this is Wayne. Spell it with two Ds, maybe. Oh, Wayne God. with two Ds. No, it's And uh, they'll think it's somebody else. <laughs> I gotcha. I got gotcha. But I do have a movie coming. Can I plug something? When does this oh, sure. pod out? I usually save the plugs for the end. Never mind. This that. is going to start mind. airing on December 4. Yeah. That, this week. This week I have, as you know, my film career consists of something called Fetterman and Out. Which is I'm in one scene. Right. And then you never see yeah. me again in the Usually movie. credited as something guy. <laughs> or something some kind man. of guy, yeah. Um, I've got I a couple it, of them here. Yeah? yeah. Policeman Dave and Jack Frost. Fetterman and Out. Admissions Guy in Legally Blonde. Fetterman and Out. Officer Dave in Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. I, I have to say, I have to say, I have to say, I have to say, in that one, I do you have come a couple back. Scenes? I do. That is, that's a Fetterman and back well, in. That, back in. Fetterman that, and back That explains in. the box office fate of that one. <laughs> right, right. And, and my absolute favorite one, Bathroom Guy in Charlie's Angels. Angels Full Throttle. Yeah, Fetterman and out. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's how you do things full throttle, <laughs> is you have Fetterman in a, in a men's also, room. Also, 40-year-old version. Call it a day. Yeah, you were the uh, tech guy. or Smart uh, tech. Yeah, smart, smart tech customer. Smart tech customer. Fetterman and out. And 51st States. Say it with me. What was the character? <laughs> Roll up in a wheelchair at the end. Something That's about... the name of the character? <laughs> oh, Patient. It's Patient. You're called Patient in that one. I don't know. I don't have, I never have a name. I never I have a name. I saw it. You're called Patient. <laughs> what do I say in that movie? You remember it. I say something about you're Pablo Picasso. No, you're not. Not really. And I roll away. <laughs> Literally cool. roll out well, of scene Well that's like they're like Well let's, let's get him How can we get him out quicker Let's put him in a wheelchair <laughs> Scene's not even in a hospital Zoom, Zoom. So uh, anyway I have Go But ahead. your scene in 40 year old virgin you, Yes is, Did you get to improvise Because I think that movie Was very improvised right mm -hmm. Yeah I improvised quite a bit uh, With Paul Rudd mm -hmm. Who was And it was basically reacting. It was, it was more his thing, so it was a lot of, and we we did we did a lot, and none of it made it. But it's all right. Not but, even on the DVD extras. No, but I have to say, I it's all right. A lot of extra I'm improvisation of, on. I'm there. not one of the. I mean, I know it happened with Sarah. I was listening to last week's show with Sarah Silverman. Yeah, and uh, look for her new Comedy Central show on April first. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she's you know she improvised the whole thing, and all of it got in. So that didn't happen with me. 
I just didn't. But no, don't feel bad. I'm more about serving the the vision of the uh, yeah. director and the writer. Yeah. Much more than that. Yeah. Well, so that's kind of that's kind of what a two-hour comedy. Like they couldn't they couldn't afford to have it be any. It was. Than I that. think that's too long for a comedy. Yeah, it was, it was too long. Am I right? That's my only criticism, Judd Apatow. Yeah. If you're listening, <laughs> he's not listening. Um, and what's this latest one? What's the one that's coming? It's coming out on Friday, on the eighth of December. That would be Friday. Uh, it's called Unaccompanied Minors. Think. Oh Speaking yeah. Speaking of Judd Apatow, the guy who co-created Freaks and Geeks, Paul Feig, yes, directed this movie. And you're in it. And out. One scene. <laughs> One scene. Can you can you tell but us what happens just... in the scene, or does it give away too much? Do you come in and go, Rosebud is a sled, or something like that? <laughs> uh, no, I I kind of knew that I was going to make it in this movie, just you know, because sometimes I've been cut out of movies. Uh, right. One called um, the, the Flying Movie with okay, I'll, th- I'll think of it. View from the top, view from above, or. View from the top with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, yeah, and Mike yeah, Myers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah awesome uh, movie. So uh, <laughs> made all the more better okay, by your absence. Question. I still, okay, <laughs> I still get residual checks from that movie, even though I'm not in it. Is that right? Isn't that weird? Is that a mistake? No. Should I, I got, call? I'm in. A, I'm in the movie Secret Admirer, but I'm uncredited, and uh, and I got a, a check in the mail today. But you're in it. But I am in it. Yeah, I'm not in this. Yeah, so we should have like a body switch <laughs> thing. I don't so um Yeah, I don't know. I, I you did the work. You know, so, so, you're, that, so But you're, it seemed like that would be a crazy rule from the screen actors. But guild. it's a little that's like an extra thing they have to follow, like figuring out who got cut out of what, you know. I mean, so they happens, don't even bother. There must be like every movie that has fifty speaking roles, there must be somebody that got cut out. Right. And you know, and their SAG is all about you know, defending you and your your work or whatever. So you By the way, interesting note, being in it. Interesting note. The reason we have residuals for movies that play on television, Ronald Reagan, when he was president of the Screen Actors Guild, he made it happen. He made it happen in a strike in 1959. Wow, that's the reason. I know you guys all hate him here in Hollywood Land. Uh, Ronald Wilson, by the way, starred in over 55 movies himself. Right, one with a monkey. Yeah, that's the one you remember. Mm-hmm. What about New <laughs> Rockney All-American? What about that one? Win one for the game. You, oh, what oh, happened shit. there? Oh, oh my shit. God, there's a Democrat in the booth. Doesn't want to hear it. Doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> they have the booth? house and they have the we house. Have the they have the... Uh, <laughs> um, so, I Are know we? you haven't heard the show before, but it goes by fast, doesn't it? It's, yeah. Isn't yeah. it crazy how fast this goes by? Because I can pontificate. You really can. I can pontificate I know, I about a, nothing I need to be hours. a great guest. Like, we sh- I should have had you and Sarah on at the same time. Yeah, that would have been good. Because you could have given us interesting facts while she goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't sound like that. Um, but we did play, Sarah and I did I have a chance to play it. the Leonard Malton game. And would you like to ask or be asked? In the uh, Leonard Malton game, because it's time. Uh, first of all, time. you know I'm terrible at this kind of thing, but I'm going to ask. Okay, so pick out a movie. It has to be something you think I've seen. Oh, it has to be something. I mean, Sarah last week thought I saw Slaves in New York, and uh, she was wrong, because I don't see movies based okay, on books by right that now. lady that wrote that book. I got one right now. <laughs> 
time at John Mabit. This one you're going to get. This one you're going to get. You're oh, going to get. Oh, great. Well, this, this that's really suspenseful and fun for the listeners. Okay. Give me a softball. It's a softball. All right. What year did it come out? When? Came out in the year 1998. Okay, 98. I'm Maybe like, during like the it. midterm elections then. We had midterm yeah. elections back then. Okay. Well, keep in mind, I, I had already started smoking pot at this point, so okay. I, I might Here's an interesting it. fact. Shot on Super 35. <laughs> I hope that gives it narrow away. it down. Does that narrow it down a little bit? Yeah. Here we go. From I, I know. Go from the yes, bottom. I got it. I, please, Jesus, embarrassing. <laughs> Ellen Barkin. <laughs> wow. Keep going. That should give it away right there. Yeah. She had a small part in it, and it was shot on some weird format. <laughs> That's cheap. Keep going. You, that should give it away. Really? I should know it. Harry Dean Stanton. You're going to know every name on this list, and that's a hint. That Ooh. sentence. Oh, it's such a powerful cast. Powerhouse cast. Okay, keep going. Michael Jeter. Okay. Died recently. It's kind of a sad thing to bring up, but keep going. <laughs> that's it? You're not going to rifle through those movies? That in his... All right. That Michael Jeter did? Uh, never mind. He's Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Wow. Don't, don't yell out. But whisper to each other. Yeah, whisper everyone all you want. This, you will admit these are pretty big names for the bottom of the list, right? Right. There, somebody right. yelled. Somebody. I heard somebody say Casper. It's not Casper. Absolutely wrong. Yeah, she she was she was the lead in Casper. So be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Busey. Oh. Okay. Oh, this one. Yeah. Gary Busey. Can I skip one name? That's a total giveaway. What? There's a giveaway in the middle? Yeah, there's a giveaway in the yeah, middle. Yeah, skip it. Okay. I don't like your tactics, but skip it. Okay. Lyle Lovett. Oh. Oh, it's... Uh, what do you mean, come on? He, he was in Shortcuts, you, and he was also in... What the fuck was Lyle Lovett in? You do drugs. Drugs is a clue? Keep going. Kind of, kind of. Keep going. That kid over there knows what he's talking about. Cameron Diaz. We're not even near the leads yet. Oh wow. Settle down. <laughs> the audience is going crazy, or one, one audience. It is. <laughs> now, I, now I understand what some people must be going through listening to us play this game. This must be the this most annoying podcast. They know it at home, and they can't, they're just yelling at their I computer. Have to, I have to give myself a lot of cred for picking this, because okay. I didn't think you were going to unravel like this. This is you ready? A, Here's an ama- it's an amazing cast, whatever it is. This was even better. You ready? Okay. Penn Jillette. <laughs> in it. Am I right? Well, wait. Yes. Is Teller in it? Insane. No. No Teller. No Teller. Okay. Shh. All right. Keep going. This one's my favorite. One of my favorite comedians. We're both okay. comedians. Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. Used to do the famous stagecoach routine. Right. On the first Young Comedian special ever. <laughs> A lot of facts. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, Keep this going. one's even greater. Mark Harmon from whatever summer whatever school. The hell he's in, yeah. Was it the summer school? Summer school and yeah. NCIS or JAG or whatever. We're getting near the leads. Okay. Catherine Helmond. Okay, okay. From Soap. There's a soap theme running through. Okay, baby. Craig Bierko. Did you just call me baby? Come on, dude. <laughs> Craig Bierko is in it? <laughs> Who you know? 1998? 1998. I'm not lying. I would not lie. That's not the way I play. That's okay. not the way I play. And it was shot on Super something. Right. Okay. Toby Maguire. 
Why is this so obvious to everyone but me? <laughs> of course I'm going to shoot myself Should I afterwards. just stop? I mean, should I? No, keep going. Wait, 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 wait. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. He was Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's, he was also Spider-Man, too. <laughs> the Spider-Mans are wonderful. They come over. They bring food. They're nice. They're a nice couple down the street, the Spider-Mans. <laughs> All right. Keep going. This is weird, because I was listening last week. A guy from last week's show is also in it, Benicio Del Toro. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I can't really give the two. And then there's two names that give there's it away. There's two names that, that absolutely are, give it away. Not the name I skipped. Not the, I'll tell you Holy the name shit. I skipped. I'll tell you the name I skipped. I just had a great idea, Wayne. <laughs> tell you Let's, the name. <laughs> I guess people could just IMDB it. But I was going to say it'd be fun to end the, this episode without saying what the title is. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll tell the audience later. We'll talk about it with the audience, yeah. But let's just end it right now. Okay, I'm going to give you one so final hit. Not the two leads in it, but the name I skipped. Okay. Flea. <laughs> I thought that was the giveaway, but apparently, I guess Toby Maguire wasn't going to give it away. Flea wasn't, certainly. He's I don't been know. in a few things, Flea, you know, it's not... Well, then, he was in. Then. He was in Big Lebowski. Very good guess, but wrong. Oh, that's a good guess? Why is that a yeah. good guess? Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know what that's yelling about. Yeah, all right. All right, so uh, Wayne Here Fetterman, ladies and gentlemen. Wayne Fetterman. That's with it. The, with, the, with not Fetterman only a and stumper. Out. Fetterman and out. An easy stumper. Yeah, roll out of here. Let me find my uh, last things that I'm supposed to say. They're in here somewhere. So unaccompanied minors. I always get them all uh, mixed up. Unaccompanied minors, go and see then, that. Um, Opens Friday. And Knocked Up next August. A movie called Knocked Up is coming out next yes. August. It's not coming out nine months from now. <laughs> hey! Perfectly. Uh, where's my last page? There it is. Um, folks, uh, that's Wayne Fetterman. And if you haven't already, uh, go to handheldcomedy.com and sign up for the Laugh Bank. It's like a frequent flyer program, but you don't go anywhere. And uh, until next time, when we reveal the answer to that amazing Leonard Malton question, this is Doug Benson saying, I'm not saying this candy is stale, but they should have called it Senior Mints. Thanks a lot. Good night. <laughs> Makes him cocky There's no room in his heart for you Cause Doug